Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. Best time of year. I wish we could find some way to get midday basketball like all the time. It would be wonderful. I did want to give props to whoever number four, and I am calling him out by na- a number because I don't know his name, uh, and I won't remember his number, but he's number four right now. Uh, basically, like, shoved by a Tennessee player, and you could watch him. Like, have you ever seen those <laughs> videos where, like, you take a dog, you put a treat, like, on his nose? And oh, then they, I've they done hold, it. Yeah. And they resist. They resist. They resi- and then they find he gets shoved by the Tennessee player, and you could see him bow up and then catch himself and stop. And just Tennessee got a technical, and he got to shoot. One of the players got to shoot free throws, and I was like, I love that. Props to you, buddy. <laughs> Kept it under control, and only Tennessee got in trouble for it. They didn't get the retaliation guy. Love it. Props to you, buddy. It's mental toughness, mental awareness. The likes of which we did not see from anyone this year. And I think on Louisville's uh, team. And I think if you, well, Mike James maybe. But if you, to me, if I'm getting my say and sort of what we're looking for in terms of thinking about what the roster should look like and what the, who you want as players and that sort of thing, you can talk about basketball skills all you want. And I, I want to. And this is not an either-or kind of thing. But in, in my evaluations, in terms of making this team more appealing and more likely to win, the general mental weakness, and I'm not talking about intelligence, I'm talking about the, the willingness to kind of stick with something through a tough stretch, to fight through bad luck, a bad call, a teammate making a mistake, the other team getting lucky, what have you. There were a million games this year where one bad thing happens, one charge that should have been a block, one I defended the hell out of this guy and he still hit a shot over me anyway, that sent this team right into the tank. If there's anything I could I could just beg to not have happen this year, is that. I, I would love for next year for Kenny to be like, here are my Charlie Strong uh, core principles remember charlie's five principles or whatever it was yes remember I, all do. That? I remember none of you are allowed to talk to a referee right. none of you 
Not one of you. Like, we have a million things to solve before we move on to solving and officiating calls. So, like, like you like haven't that. earned the I right to talk to a yeah, referee exactly. about you. <laughs> right. Right. If the referee's like, buddy, y'all are three and whatever. Don't talk to me. Right. Like, I, you know, like, I want that, too. Mentally, for them, for him to fill this roster up with guys who just don't go to pieces at the first resistance. Yeah. we talk, This was a theme all year where it was uh... – you know, how often did we just have one mistake or two mistakes? It was usually like, uh, there's five or six in a row, you know, and we can't prevent one bad play or one bad possession from turning into five or six in a row, like every time. And that's a mental toughness issue for sure. I mean, that's why, like, there is blame to go around. I hate that everyone's just like, it's all on the coach or it's all on the players. Like, guess what? It's on both of them. Yeah. I'm but sure. you can't. Like when when people talk about, like I had a lot of people in my mentions talking about Kamari Lands doesn't play defense and Kamari Lands doesn't rebound. I'm like, you know what? You're right, but nobody on this team played good defense. Yeah. So do you think like there's a, this crazy notion that some of that has to do with poor coaching? You know, it's that's not a crazy notion to say that like there's a common denominator among all these players is that they wear the same uniform and they play for the same coach You're like that's like come on man let's be reasonable about this like yes they're mentally weak i agree they don't have good basketball iq as a team i agree are they being helped by a good coaching staff i don't think so or at least not a coaching staff doing a good job doing everything they can do both of those things are true all right and and Kenny Payne has agency over who's going to be on his team next year, and Josh Hurd has agency over whether Kenny Payne has a job. Those are the things that we're going to talk about, and that's the that's the order in which they happen. Uh, Kenny Payne's going to have a job next year. It's on him to figure out that roster, and it's on him to coach that roster and make them into a good team next year. And then it's on Josh Hurd to make the determination of whether he did a good enough job. Like this, just but divorcing. Everything that happened on the court from this coaching staff is not doing anybody any favors, and it's disingenuous. And that's what I think has been the biggest source of, of just frustration when it gets to these conversations. It's like, man, it doesn't have to be all one or the other. It's probably somewhere in between. We can determine what the percent, where the percentages lie, but, I mean, don't tell me that there's just nothing, nothing on the court has anything to do with the coaching staff. It does not stand up to any kind of logic. All right, if you want to get in here, 8150-939, that's uh, the number if you want to get in here, 3831-939 for the UPS Jobs text line. We've already been referred to as busters today. I love it. Dave, which did give us the opportunity, uh, as a texture reminded us, that this show, at least today, could have been Dave and Busters. <laughs> that's very true. And I but know that this person You're not a buster, and that's not fair. Well, I was going to quote Ghostbusters when you said that. Go for it. it. Busted makes me feel good. <laughs> did you, it's actually quoting Ray Parker Jr. Did you see the uh, the cover the other day? The, I think it was Mike Vaccaro from the New York Times. He wrote for uh, St. John's, it's Rick Pitino or Bust. Oh, Why yeah. not both? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know this guy's probably trolling, but he texted in Strebel as the voice of the carbs. And I'm like, man, how am I not the voice of the carbs? I'm Pocket Potato Man, whose mom has purchased $250 worth of Skinny Pop. You just went on for 15 minutes about Skinny Pop popcorn. Show the man some respect. I'm I'm the voice of the carbs. But, Dave, you're also the voice of the meats. 
That's right. I don't look. I I think there's a theme can't here. Have I both. just really can't love have the whole food, food pyramid, Dave. No, you can have the fruits and vegetables. I'll take the rest. <laughs> <laughs> you know that little that little diamond on top with like the sticks of butter. Then <laughs> it says fats. Eat sparingly or whatever. Like that. That's where I lived, and that's why I'm, you know, a whole diet of sometimes food. Yeah, exactly, an entire like I'm the cookie monster, I'm the butcher monster over here. So we're gonna get your mom on hoarders, and then you can get an Arby's commercial saying you have the meats. Yeah, I've got the meats. Exactly. But also, I have the butter and the sugar, and the carbs. What I don't have is the vegetables, and I probably probably need the vegetables, don't I, Zach? I'm not answering that. I need the vegetables. <laughs> it's okay to say that. Yeah, you could get get a little celery with just, your wings just say, next time. Just say mix in a salad. I'm not gonna be a, I'm not gonna be a, offended. Do by what it. Rummage did. He took a photo of himself eating a salad while at B Dubs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the salad that came I before the that. wings. <laughs> okay, so I saw the Rummage. Yeah, he's gonna have to take some accountability for that. Uh, I saw the picture, but it was all focused on Marcus's drink, which had like a salad on top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's concerning. Well, M- Rummage right. said he had cauliflower wings right after that. Uh, I don't. No, yeah, he's become the Those spokesman are... for cauliflower. No, wings. no. <laughs> I don't get really cauliflower has. pizza, cauliflower wings. There's what's cauliflower bread? Is that I just what's feel next? Like cauliflower now is like the least confident food, where it's not comfortable in its own skin, and it's got to be everything else, and just just be cauliflower, man. I don't need cauliflower rice. I don't need cauliflower pasta. Cauliflower wings. It's not a thing. It's not a real thing, by the way. Cauliflower doesn't have wings. Right. There are no wings on a cauliflower. There isn't. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right uh, about that. The uh, the th- I've always been suspicious, Dave, of, of like the real um the value in trying to do things like cauliflower wings or whatever, where or, or like instead of mashed potatoes have you know, the pureed cauliflower or whatever. Yeah. It's like part of me feels like I understand what you're going for. But on, at the same time, like at some point you have the the challenge is going to be to learn to like other stuff. Exactly. Not yeah. Replace that with like the closest facsimile, which probably isn't that great for you either. Because you can't tell me that, like fried cauliflower is better for you. Well, the best is when somebody, for instance, my sister who hasn't had meat, you know, since she was like 10 years old, is telling me that this vegan bacon tastes just like bacon i'm like how the hell would you know god would never allow that. you don't know what bacon tastes like i promise you just by looking at this that it doesn't taste like bacon and i've come to to i've made my peace with certain brands of turkey bacon but even then it's not it doesn't taste like bacon it just tastes like good smoky turkey bits you know what i mean but it's either are certain brands that are good or at least good enough that i can eat them and like i I don't know. Just stop trying to give me things that are pretending to be other things. Like, just either I'm going to, like, I'm much more, like, as far as vegetables go, I'm much happier having, like, a salad full of stuff that I like, like bell peppers and carrots and everything, than I am, like, you making, I don't know, like carrots into a steak or whatever you're going to do over there. I don't trust you. You think Patrick Mahomes would dip his co- his uh, steak, carrots, and the ketchup yeah, as well? His carrot steak and ketchup. <laughs> carrot steak. <laughs> Texture says almonds don't have milk. Exactly. That. It's just almond juice. It's milky almond juice. It would have been better if that text said almonds don't have nipples. That would have been That's funny. That's pretty funny. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. 9 This show is uh, perilously close to being derailed.
Uh, we are going to do something. Gas we got something gas bag soon. next segment. We can get it back. We can save it. It's okay. Yeah, there's been lots that, uh, of look. There's been lots of substantive talk today in between the absolutely. nonsense. Absolutely, we don't have to be serious all the time. No, well, I will not that, be. It gets older. <laughs> exactly. That's I exactly refuse. Right. Not only do we not have to, I'm not doing. It. I don't have That's the ability exactly right. to be serious all the time. This is your reward for talking about a four-win Louisville team all year. You get to That's talk about right. cauliflower right. food. Yeah, and get called do, busters I and I a do. dumbass on Twitter. All that stuff. <laughs> uh, worth uh, reporting. Uh, we're being reported here as well uh, that Devin Ree uh, officially in the portal. Uh, Saw that we one are, time. we are yeah, they just just being reported here. Like that's, we are looking at uh, a a year. This was year zero, and next year is going to be year one. Because you're not going to return any of your freshmen. Yeah. Uh, and you're well, I guess if Fabio were to come back, but you know Devin Ree now in there. Uh, you've got uh, Kamari Lance in there. This is going to be a roster that is going to have, I would think, there's at least a possibility of as few as eight, as few as eight, and as many as ten new players on it next year. Yeah, so that's that's the, the downside of this, and it's just the most extreme version, though, because that's modern college basketball is there's not nearly as much continuity uh, with the transfer portal, and, and you can't make three- or four-year plans with players because that's just not how it works. I mean, if a kid isn't getting significant playing time by year two, he's probably looking to – water's looking to find its level, right? Like he's going to go find somewhere to, to to get more PT. Like you can't, you can't make those plans. But this is the most extreme. Like you would love to see some sort of growth and continuity, you know, and, and some kind of, of – uh, um, Let's just say continuity again from from last year's roster to this year's roster, uh, but again the the argument against that is why would you want like a bunch of continuity from last year's roster? So oh, that yeah, that's always one of my favorite things. You got nine counter. returning starters on defense last year. Well, you suck. It's like you sucked. Like, yeah, why that would you want that all yeah. the time? Like, I don't it's want like, these guys back. It's like great. You got nineteen returning starters from a one in eleven team. Congratulations. You want? You think Cal wants everyone much. back? What's that? You think Cal uh, basketball wants everybody back? They won three games this year. Right. They bring back all 12 guys on their team. That's a problem. By the way, it is it is kind of amazing that for as bad as this year tasted and smelled and, and felt and everything, Louisville didn't even turn out to be the worst Power 5 team this year. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a photo possible? finish, really. Like, it, it was us and Cal all season. And... My money was on. They got their first win before us, right? They they did like a couple of games before us. By the way, I love uh, today talking about you know the serious discussion about serious topics and things like that. At one point, I did turn on uh, the 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 V show to hear uh, Paul Biancardi being asked to referee which names are more Italian. <laughs> by, <laughs> and and it not going the way that Nikki V wanted it to go is very funny. I did not hear that, but I, I caught like the last few seconds of the Biancardi thing, and I I feel like the presence of Justin Sephora in the building has made Nick Valvano very insecure about his Italianness. It really has, yeah, it, because yeah, like Justin knows Italian words, has been to Italy, uh, yeah, has a more just actual connection to the. <laughs> Well, and Justin is Justin's one of those guys who says like Italian ingredients the proper like way. All well, whatever. Yeah, the, the really ostentatious way, proper way, however you want to say it. Uh, 
you know, like he's in a movie or something. You know, it's. I worked for Borset yeah. for a New York Italian guy, so I have some of that in me. I can do that. Uh, don't always do that because I'm Irish German. Every, well, when I don't know what it is, and it's not, it's not. I'm not saying it's necessarily okay, but whenever I hear someone do that, right? Just say a a, a run of the mill Italian uh, ingredient with like all the verve in the world. I'm just, I just always want to say, "Are you okay? Like, why are you doing that? You don't have to say it like that. It's okay." <laughs> Do you have a good example off the top of your head? Well, I don't even want to try and say it the way they say it. I'm Irish as hell. I'm not trying any of those. I'm look, looking at Zach. Looks like he wants to say something because you have, hear a lot of this back and I forth in the back. Unfortunately, yeah, I have no pasta, but they're all exaggerated. Pasta for like, I don't want to. Yeah. Or like, I love the Sopranos as much as anybody, but I'm not walking around pronouncing <laughs> every pasta like fazoli or. Anything like that. Fazoli. None of them are saying Fazoli. <laughs> That's so great. God bless you, Zach. If Justin heard that, he would come running down the hall. <laughs> he might. He's not here today. He might like yeah, drive his here. car through the front of the studio. <laughs> and then suplex in an instant. Put some respect oh on Fazoli's name. Well, there's like you know. No, I don't think he would want you to put any respect on Fazoli. The one of the one of the ones that it's almost like a you figure you figure out. People's background from is Capicolo. Like, there's a couple of different ways. It's like obviously on the surprise you hear Gabagool, you know Capicolo. <laughs> a lot of times the deli guys will just call it Capa. You know, like and it's there's a lot of different ways of saying the exact same thing. I need some Capa, Christopher. <laughs> Gabagool. <laughs> Let's get to, to the phones. We've got that Paul Biancardi sound, by the way, Zach. I know it's in your email. If you could have that handy. But now, now oh. like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I didn't Go mean ahead. to step all over you in the middle of telling Zach. You to just do say something. whatever you want. It's your show, David. I, I didn't even say anything. I just interrupted you. It's like, Mark, stop telling <laughs> Zach things worse. that are important. You just I know. Made me stop talking. Right. That's well, I just good. wanted, I really wanted to call Nick and Olive Garden Italian before we moved on. That's all. <laughs> Well, according to Paul Biancardi, he's less Italian than Justin Sapporo. Man, that is that is a big blow to the to the Valvado family in legacy right now. I mean, he, hmm, that's tough. It's tough for let's him. Keith, let's get Keith in here before we take a break. Keith, welcome into the drive. Nothing about what's up. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. I, I that Kamari Lane lands, and now I'm hearing Devin Reed. That yeah. really disturbs me because um, you know I think Kamari Lands is a piece you definitely wanted to keep. And it, it always boggled my mind throughout the season why we never got to see Devin Reed play. You know what I mean? We never saw him get in the game as as bad as we were, as many losses as we took. It, I'm, I'm boggled, like, why is this man not getting in the game? Why is he not getting any type of time or reps to improve on? And for all the Fabio talk that he had before the season on how this guy's a, a stud, he's going to change the game, and then not play him either. You know what I mean? It's like they didn't get a chance to learn on the fly. Um, I I love Kenny Payne as a person. I think he definitely is a great assistant. As a head coach, it's still up in the air. Uh, But I know that the losses we took last year, Appalachian State, uh, the the Lenore Ryan and all of those losses were unacceptable losses. And we were better as as a a team than 4-28 or whatever it was. So I, I just don't know. I, I'm been, I've been a lobbyist for Payne. I've been one of his biggest supporters. He's going to have to kill the recruiting class. He's going to have to murder it. He's going to have to get the best players and the, the portal in order to even have a chance of, of, of winning the base back over. It's so divided right now. And I'm, I'm for Payne, and I want him to win. But it, it's looking ugly when you can't keep the young talent 
like Land, that, that's one of the four guys I wanted to keep. I wanted to see him stay, and seeing that, it, it's, it's very disturbing. But hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens with Flowers today. We'll see what happens with uh, the center that we're going for. But if we strike out on them two, I, I'm real concerned at this point because it, it's, it's not looking good. You know what I mean? But I land on that. Appreciate uh, the call there. Yeah, look, I, I think if anything else, you can't you can't really even say, Dave, that they were trying to. I mean, Devin Reed didn't play because he looks like Steve Urkel. Like he just he looks like a kid physically. He's the, the ACC is full of men. Yeah, he's he just skinny. didn't really look like he was physically ready uh, to help. And there was a glut of guys who can play the spot. Uh, who would you take out for Devin Reed to get time? You know what I mean? Like, well, the uh, counter so, the counter to that was they weren't you, good either. Right, exactly. If you can't yeah. if you can't get PT on a four and twenty eight team, like well, I'm not sure what's going on there. You know, and I and you're right, he's skinny, but I I just it's that's a tough one to that's a tough one for Devin to swallow, I'm sure, and that's why I was very confident that he was moving on. You know, Kamari was the one that. Surprised me a little bit, but like hearing the mutual decision part, I mean, it just sounds like it was, it was, uh, you know, maybe a little more moving that direction before we knew anything about it. But I assume uh, Devin Ree and Fabio are gone, and now Devin Ree is officially in the portal, or will be as of Monday. Well, do you think that that's that it's le- it's legitimate to look at this and say, if if Kamari Lands is mutually someone that they that that is moving on, then you, you got to think like no, yeah. None of the three, fr- the other, like the other fresh. Wow, Tennessee got his hit almost the uh, half court shot to end the half there. Uh, All that's none of good the- stuff happening in this Tennessee game. I'm watching Cincinnati Temple and Ohio State Michigan State. Well, this is what I, like you pervert like literally cannot find the remote. <laughs> <laughs> there you are, right? Uh, <laughs> that I, I think it's at least fair to 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 ask or to if you are of the opinion. You know, a lot of this year got dismissed as, well, I know they're losing and it looks rough, but they're establishing a culture. They weren't. They weren't establishing a culture because the guys who would be here to benefit from year one are gone. Right. And, and the guys who weren't inherited from a previous, quote, you know, bad culture, which there was. What they were doing is getting through this year. And that's it. And, and that's okay if you can recover from it and put together a roster that's a lot better and get them to play right away. But it, we, we can at least be done with the idea that like they were really trying to like start building on something. They, re- they weren't. They were getting through this year, and the, 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 posit- like the movement towards getting Louisville basketball where it needs to be really begins now. That's, we were never building anything this year. And the, the the confusing well, there are a lot of things are bad about that. But like Devin Ree and Fabio Basili were were all the way Kenny from start to finish. Kamari Lands was re recruited by Kenny. Like these were not people that he inherited, you know. And then we hear about the type of kids and the type of parents and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, you had a chance last off season to not take these kids if they're a problem or whatever, you know. And that's that's. That's the messaging is just it's disturbing for me. Um, you know, like you said, you would think you're building a culture for the future that you're building it for the young guys, but all the young guys are leaving. 
<laughs> so I, that's why during the season we were like, well, why wouldn't you play the young guys if the if the older guys are are malcontents and they're not doing what you ask them to do, or not, you know, like all the all the things that that were implied by by the comments. They didn't have any any you know uh, consequences for this, and these young kids couldn't get in the game with the exception of Kamari. He was in the rotation, but. It's just, man, it, it, the whole thing's mixed messaging from start to finish. Doesn't instill confidence that he knows exactly what he wants. It just sounded like, well, I don't want this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want what I had, and I want the right kind of kid and this and that. Like, How are you determining that? Because you, you weren't good at it last summer. You know, you brought in guys that, that didn't last. Oh, let's get and where's Hersey and all here. this? Are we just assuming he's back because he's not – Costing a scholarship or what? Probably, yes. Yeah, because so. it sounded uh, like Master P was in. Let's squeeze Dave in here before we uh, take a break and come back and do uh, something gas back here. Dave, welcome into the drive. What's up, buddy? Oh, thank you, gentlemen. Um, you know, in the, in the old days when a player like Kamari Lands leaves, you say, well, he's leaving because he got recruited over. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I look at that as that's entirely possible that this is – case and it's and we're not still looking for somebody in the transfer pool i mean i've been watching caleb glenn of course not this year since he moved away but watching him since he was a freshman and you know he's that he's that position um and i think i've always thought he was better than kamari lands to begin with so and i don't know about curtis williams but they're both you know size wise and you know whether they're whether they would directly be in competition with lands for playing time, I'm sure Caleb Glenwood. Um, and so, you know, you know, now if Caleb comes in next year and doesn't produce any better than Kamari did this year, then I start to say he's not getting any coaching. But uh, as I said the other day, I'm optimistic. Wait and see. Thank you, gentlemen. I, yeah, I appreciate the call. I think that's all you can do uh, at this point is to say, you know, Kenny, you, you are – you are drawing to a flush here, but that's it. You know, like that. You this has to go exactly how it needs to go, and and there aren't because of how bad this year went with you as the head coach. I, he just doesn't have a room for I think for incremental steps or for mitigating circumstances anymore. Like when you when it goes as poorly as it did this year, and you and you are the head coach. He seems to agree. I got to start this whole thing over, and that's that's what we're going to do next year. Yep, that's where we're at. He's 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 leaned completely into that line of thinking, and he has to after the way he's it, spoken about this team and the way that it's been framed. He has to. It's it's at least I will give him this. It is at least consistent with the overall messaging this year, and if they are able to succeed in 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 a pretty massive overhaul. It will again. It will at least say, "Hey, here's what I said the problem was, and here's how I've addressed it." That's good. That's good. If you are skeptical that he'll be able to do anything with it, I can't talk you off of that. And that's really, yeah, I think he probably knows he can't do that either. But it's at least a, a positive step if they're able to sort of make over the roster. Like it seems like they have a chance to. So let's take a quick break here. It is time for some of the gas bags. So if you want to get in, it works best if you get in now. So we can just hit the ground running on the other side here. Eighty-one fifty. 93.9 on the other side here on the drive on I'm Hank.
Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Your list. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Guinness, Dave Skull here. It's time for Stump the Gas Bag. So, Spencer, let's get this thing going, buddy. Our guys know a lot about sports. Bend over, I'll show you. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. I'm I'm in. I'm all the way in. I love a giant turkey leg. They know they're cheating. Check their blood for Osterine. They're cheating again. But we want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Curse my balls. And we want you to get involved. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? All right, let's do this. I I want to applaud all of you for jumping in, like, during the break. And I'm also sorry for saying Spencer, just habit uh, there. (laughs) Forgive me for that. I was going to say. We've got a couple of folks uh, who jumped right in here, so props to you guys for doing that. Let's start things off with Mike. Mike, who do you want to take on? you want to take on me or do you want to take on uh, Dave Scholar? Uh, let's go with Dave. All right, Ooh. let's do it. Ooh. Remember, Tough you got to say uh, "gas bag" to uh, to to buzz in here. Yes, right. you got to say yes, "gas yes. bag." So, let's start with sports, and we'll start with this: with Jim Beheim retiring from Syracuse this week. Who is now the longest tenured head coach in college basketball? He's been at the job since 1984-85. Mmm. Juicy. <laughs> Uh, gas bag. What do you got? I'll just say John Calipari. <laughs> no, Unfortunately, right. that is incorrect. You're saying longest tenure at the, at the same job, right? Yes. Um, oh, been at the same job. I'm sorry. Crap. It's all right, man. It's uh, I have a feeling this one's going to be a little I off do the like board. the idea of trying to make the case that Cal is the oldest coach in college basketball. <laughs> let's, let's keep going with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> man, I can't think of one. I, I, I feel like I've heard this stat before, but I can't think of it, man. Greg Camp, the head coach at Oakland. Oakland? Okay. Yes. Uh, not surprised. Oakland. 
Which is not in Oakland. No, no it's in Michigan. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, yep. So let's go to pop culture and see if this guy makes it better for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb work. Timothy Mosley was born on this day in 1972. He's better known by this name. Oh, guys, come on. You can do this one. I know this one for some reason. You know this one? I, don't, I this, do. Timothy Mosley sounds so familiar. I... So he'd be 51. Let's get a guess. Come on. Let's get something, guys. I, I can't think of anything. 51. Mike, you got something? I can't hear Mike at all. Mike, you still with us, buddy? Mike. Gas bag, The Undertaker. <laughs> no. No, I know it's not, not right. The Undertaker. I can't Is Mike think still of... with us? I, I think he dropped. Yeah, no, he Mike, did. you got to call. All right, Mike, call us back here, buddy. Call us yeah, back come here. on back. So the, an- get the, an- the, answer, the answer is Timbaland. Timbaland. Oh, my God, yeah. really? Yes. Yeah. Normally, I'm pretty good with, uh, with, with rappers and producers' uh, I know. alter egos. I, I, That's terrible. I thought you would get that one. <laughs> I and can't I don't believe know, you didn't. I don't know why I know that. I don't know what I'm more surprised, <laughs> that he didn't get it or that you know it. I, it's one of those random things you hear one time and you have no control over it. It sticks. Like, I, I know a fair amount of... <laughs> rappers and real names and producers. I did not know that. All right, we're going to give Kojak a chance here. Uh, I know who he's going for. I love that you just said the sentence, Dave. I know a lot of rappers and real names. Kojak. No, rap- <laughs> rappers and producers' real names. Kojak, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Today? Hey, buddy. What up, Kojak? Who do you want to take on? Hey, man, I, I want to take on Dave, but real quick before we get started, I just want to say I listen all day at work to all the stations. And I'm not trying to butt kids because I call into y'all all the time. I just want to give you all props as far as the reality of U of L sports, the basketball season, football, baseball, women's basketball, whatever you're talking about. I appreciate I that, man. Thank you. Three to six on how much that stands out with the reality of what you all come with. Appreciate. Let's see how you Thanks, do with man. trivia here. Thank you. We're going back to Jim Beheim because he's the big story of the <laughs> Why? Week. It's not about him, actually. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if that was the Timothy Mosley is actually Jim, Jim Beheim? Like, yes. Yeah. It's his alter ego. <laughs> he might wear Timbaland shoes. I don't know. This whole The whole reason that, that he stayed at Syracuse the whole time is his witness protection. Yes. He's actually somebody else entirely. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Remember to say gas bag when you think you know it. With Beheim's retirement, who is now the active leader in wins by a Division One head coach? coach i have a name in my mind but i don't think it's right i think i'm missing somebody timbaland obviously it's timbaland uh, of course coach timbaland gas bag what do you got all right Bill that Bill is Bill incorrect Bell. good guess do you have the bump 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 sounder come on you gotta, you gotta <laughs> do that so i know somebody who's above 700 wins which is probably a decent guess at this point jim laranega that is incorrect. Oh, what is it? He had the right conference. It's Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins. Of course, I was missing Huggy Bear. God. I hate Bob Huggins. Just ne- just recently got in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I hate Bob Huggins. <laughs> that's perfect. That's what, like, that's, that's who I wish I'd have thought about it for a few more minutes because that's 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 the. Which Cincinnati yeah. coach do you hate more, Bob oh. Huggins or Scott Satterfield? Uh, okay. Hold on, Bob Huggins, Andy Kennedy, hateable, totally fine with, with with anybody who wants to hate him. It's fine. Uh, hilarious for dressing up like a blackjack dealer at Big Twelve Media Days. That's right. <laughs> and 
has one of the all-time great wood stove setups I've ever seen ever. If you've ever seen the pictures, That's amazing. Of it, sometimes he does, especially during COVID, he did like the Zoom press conferences like out on his back deck, and it's like bigger than my apartment. It's incredible. He dresses the way everybody wishes they could dress going to work. <laughs> I don't. I I did not like Bob Huggins when he was in Cincinnati, but I I have a soft spot. In my I kind of love Bob him now. now. I agree yeah. with you. Bob I Huggins agree. is phenomenal. All right, let's go to the next question. This is going to pop culture. So March 9th, 1987, U2 released this album featuring hits such as With or Without Gas You. Gas Bag. Go ahead. Gas Joshua bag. Tree. That's correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. yeah, Kojak, come get some, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for that going potato. <laughs> did, did you know so that? So is it Kojak? one nothing here? It is one, one nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah, man. All right, yeah. sudden death here. He's for coming you, for the golden right, potato. He said. All right, so here's the last question. March 11th, 2020. Rudy Gobert. You all remember it. He rubbed oh, yeah. the microphone and then got code. First athlete to test positive. Who were the Utah Jazz scheduled to play that night? Hmm. I know. Ooh, there's a name in my head, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it for a second. I, I'm gonna let Ko, I'm gonna clear the road for Kojak. Kojak. Uh, gas bag the Lakers. That is incorrect. No. Unfortunately. Is it the T Wolves? That no. is also incorrect. It is a West <laughs> Coast. Was it the Warriors? Nope. It's Oklahoma. No, it's Oklahoma City. It's Oklahoma going down City. the road. It's just is it yeah. the Spur- is it the Rockets? It's the, Spur- the, it's the Thunder. <laughs> See, Ennis was, would have won today if somebody had I would challenged have crushed him. you guys today. Yeah, Oklahoma City, because I think the big deal that I remember is the state of Oklahoma had like three tests. Yes. <laughs> yeah, at that point, like no one had any tests at that point. So Ennis's uh, abilities range from Timberland to the Oklahoma City. To Thunder. Oklahoma City. You yeah. gotta be. You gotta be a. Va- you gotta be a. Uh... Well, it's COVID. That's my thing. Everybody it knows. is. Yeah. <laughs> CNN is over here. He knows all about COVID. The COVID expert over here. Uh, Me and Bob. <laughs> Kojak, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks, always. Kojak. Feel we'll free talk to come you back next week, next week hey, man. Yeah, if somebody else Thank wants to you. jump in here, thanks for the, the kind words too. Eighty-one, yeah, I agree. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. Uh, if you want to follow him, uh, we got time for one, at least one more contestant. So if you want to jump in here, uh, we, we'll take one more person. So I'm technically one and zero because today. Mike dropped off. There's a no decision That's right. there. I almost wanted to just have you two go up against each other. Well, we do that when we run out of we'll contestants. But I want to give con- we've only had one real contestant. I want to give one more person a chance. So jump in now. 8150-9390. Texter suggests that Mike dropped to go buy Skinny Pop. While Good luck, Mike. <laughs> the Skinny Pop is sold out at the Costco. You can't get none. You can go get that AMC popcorn, which doesn't have the butter on top of it. Hey, text. Hey, hit the text line. I'll give you my mom's text text number. You can call Give her a shout. She might <laughs> she might be willing to let some go at a, at a, a little markup. Mark yeah. yeah, you no, gotta pay. But yeah. Mike dropped off because he wanted some Timberland shoes. <laughs> I think we, we got somebody. I'll get him in just a second. Uh, Jody Dimling, by the way, reporting now as well as a, it sounds like one more contestant at least going to jump in. Fabio Basili officially in the portal now. Two. First three, first so three were our freshman all class. Three freshmen, and, and I'll repeat. And I'm not even saying it's necessarily like a criticism of him, but the, what was happening this year was not like culture building because you don't run off the three freshmen. They're the most likely to sort of develop and retain. And they're the ones that you signed and they've never played for anyone else. But, but at the same time, I think it's fair to say, Dave, the, they are emphasizing discontinuity. They're moving forward. So naturally the phone lines are blowing up now. So get to it. We got, uh, we got Joe with us. All right, Joe, who do you want to take on, me, or do you want to take on Biscuit? Uh, Biscuit. Man, all right. Man, everybody wants Biscuit. It seems like Ennis would be the challenge today. All right, so let's go back to the pop culture world, and 
This one, if you're from a certain uh, age like I am, you probably know this for sure. March 11th, 2002. Avril Lavigne's debut single was released. Name it. Gas bag. Complicated. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, Who doesn't know complicated? He's got the on the wall, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. he does. He absolutely does. Do you buy the theory that Avril Lavigne actually died and came back? I don't even know that theory. <laughs> you know, the only thing I know about Avril Lavigne is that she married the lead singer freaking Nickelback, Chad yeah. Kroger, and, and it was the big... Collection of Canadian yeah. mediocrity all in I one I forget house. who she's with now, but it sounded like something that would come into existence in like 2004 it would have been big news. Now it's just... <laughs> I've never heard the theory that she died and came back, no, that, but I, that's... I believe it. Yeah, because she was... Starting right now. She was right. A, she was a rock artist earlier in her career, and then she was came she? back as completely pop, and so there was the theory that, you know, that she you, took like a year or two off. Was if that before Complicated for, was released? Because no, that is no, not a rock song. No, Complicated. <laughs> eh, somewhat. If you rock. are looking for uh, some it's humor today on Friday, uh, go find her singing Fuel by Metallica. I like the Metallica, this like uh, oh, dear tribute, tribute concert. It is atrocious. That, All right, that bad. All right. So let's go back to the sports world. Who is the only current NFL franchise to never make it to a Super Bowl or a conference championship game? Gas bag, but you asked me this before the before the day. I did not, because you'll get this wrong. I said not a Super Bowl. I didn't say conference championship. Or a conference oh. championship game. Okay. All right. Eat it, Dave. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't. You, you know said what gas I mean? bag, so you got to answer it now. Well, no, I was yep. saying, like, I, I, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't the right. That you didn't already ask me the question. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, gas bag, Houston Texans. That is correct. Right. Okay. There you go. All right. So, uh, Dave, uh, reigning champion still. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Right, Thanks, man. Let's, uh, let's empty out the. Uh, we'll empty out the container here. Let's go ahead and the uh, Dave and I. You ready for this, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's I just got it. a couple. Of, you know, I'm two and zero, baby. I'm ready. Okay, let's guys. Go. All right, let's do this. See you again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth was released on this day in 2015. What movie was gas bag? Fast 7, Fast and Furious 7, whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. That is correct. Yeah. Quick well enough. done on that. Okay. North Carolina is in danger. I don't think they're in danger. They're going to they're miss the tournament. Miss the tournament. Oh, it's happening, yeah. <laughs> They'll be the first preseason number one to miss the tournament since the field expanded to 64 in 1985. Wow. 1975 was the last time a preseason number one team missed the NCAA tournament. Who was it? Gas bag, NC State. That is correct. Yeah. Well David done Thompson. on that. Yeah. Yes, that's they right. won in '74. So they that's sure what, yeah. did. Yes, the Man, there you go. What do you say? Let's do it. Man, I think I should take you on in this because Man, I'm a up. trivia guy. See, so yeah, Zach told me before all the questions. Well, Zach- <laughs> <laughs> that helps. I'm like Alex Trebek back here, sounding <laughs> yeah. like a genius. You know, how yeah, Alex exactly. would always say, like, "Oh, I'm I- reading the hell out." You've got cards. all the answers <laughs> on those cards, don't you, Trebek? <laughs> Okay, if you want to go Sean Connery impersonations, we could just do that for three hours. Oh, we could, I guess. <laughs> Any more questions? Oh, you want to keep going? Yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, empty empty your more. clip, man. Okay, let's keep going. Scream 6 was released today in theaters. What <laughs> year did the first Scream movie come out? Uh, guess back 1997. Oh, It's 96. It's 96. Uh, that yeah. is correct. Crap. So I, I went to see that movie when I was in high school. And I uh, went to, I lived in Tampa, I went to Brandon, because they had a giant movie theater, and I sat next to Trent Dilfer and his wife at that movie in Brandon. (laughs) But I was for sure, I knew it was my senior year of high school, but I thought it was 97, not 96. Don't you love, like, weird situations like that when you run into celebrities, and you're just, like, in normal life? Right. Imagine just sitting next to Trent Dilfer at the movies. Well, the thing is, like, 
I don't like him at all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he was very nice. Well, you should like him more. You cannot lose games in the no NFL difference. and still win. He, famous quote. Right. I don't have to be friends with him. I don't have to like him at all. <laughs> all right. He, he later became a famous Louisville volleyball dad, so I don't understand. I know. Like, I, that's the only thing about him that I like. All right. One of the questions sent to me was who played uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, obviously. In Sarah which the, the, Sarah film, Michelle the film or the TV show? The TV show. Yes, we've all seen Buffy. Phenomenal show. Um, so here's one. The New York Jets have the longest active playoff drought, 11 years and counting. Who has Ass. the second longest playoff drought? I think it's the Jets again. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets post Mark Sanchez. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> AM, PM. Right. <laughs> um, the second longest playoff drought? Yep. Oh, boy. Might surprise you, actually. Wow, that's a great question. I'm trying to. You forget how many times teams just make like a random garbage right. wild card game. It's the Broncos. It's, um, it's the Broncos. Yes, it's the Broncos. <laughs> they won Super Bowl Fifty with Peyton, and then the last seven years. Like, they, that's enough. How many quarterbacks have they had in the last seven years? Like yeah, twelve. All of them. All yeah. of the quarterbacks. Tre- it's okay, one of one of their quarterbacks is soon going to be the starter for the P- Tampa Bay Bucks and Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. what Trevor Simeon, Drew Locke. By the way. And this just goes yeah. to show you how what exactly what I'm talking about. Texture said Commanders, they made the playoffs two years ago. Yeah. Taylor Heineke against Tom Brady yeah. in the playoff game. Yeah. yeah. It was the toughest test Tampa Bay got in the playoffs. Was the it really was. Right. I remember Taylor Heineke had that uh, diving yes, had a, touchdown on the pylon. Yep. Yeah. He had a great game. Yeah, yeah, he probably was better than Brady in that game. It's I was rooting Tampa for was the better. Commanders in that game, I remember. That was when Chase Young <laughs> came out and pointed at uh, Heineke's nameplate. Right. Oh man, yeah the 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 Lions were the third. They've yeah. been out for uh, six years. But Stafford yeah. made the one run. Yeah, and now That's Stafford it. might get traded. That's what they're talking about. Because his arm is about to fall off. Because you know the Rams are also in a fire sale at this point. So that that'll do it for stump the gas no bag more? this week. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, Oh, we can do one more. If you've got, got one more, one empty more. it out, baby. Parting shot here, and yeah. then we'll, we'll take a break, I guess. Kemba Walker's UConn team. This is the anniversary of the cardiac Kemba step-back shot to beat Pitt. You uh-huh. remember that one? So they won the Big East tournament and the NCAA tournament that year. They won their last 11 because they won five games in five days at the Big yep. East tournament. What com- what place did they finish in in the regular season? In the Big East? Yeah. Oh, boy. God, I'm trying to remember that game. I was mean, it? that was a you know middle of the day. So they, it was either fourth or fifth. Was it fifth? No, that was fourth or fifth. I'm um, trying to think. Oh, gosh, um, maybe it wasn't either because the Zach Zach was pretty was pretty pretty adamant there. He was pretty pretty forceful with his no. A third, ninth, ninth. <laughs> Finished ninth in the Big East. Yeah, that's why they had to play five games in five days. That. Golly. They had to wear the road jerseys in their first game when they played DePaul. Tells you all you need Ooh. to know about the regular season. No, you're right. Like I, I remember it was a, it was like a long run, but I just totally forgot it was a five-day run, five games in five days. It's That team was weird because they lost nine regular season games, but they won the Maui tournament, they won the Big East tournament, and then they, and they won, won the NCAA, NCAA tournament. Yeah. They were a five seed in the NCAA. They were a three. They were a five, weren't they? They moved up to three, I believe. And the, the the next UConn team was a five. Yeah, the one in 2014. The that Shabazz was the one. Team. You're right. They 2014 was Kentucky for winning a national championship, which yep. is why I should all forever focus be on the be important pieces. Here. Yeah, Kevin Ollie. <laughs> I'll be forever thankful to Kevin Ollie and Shabazz exactly. Napier for that. And I don't care what he did wrong. You're after right though. That. I get them conflated sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they had two very yeah. unique runs in that three years. But imagine being a nine seed. 
in the Big East tournament and a three seed. In the NCAA tournament. But 2011 was one of those years that we got a ton of bids. Oh. And now my Ohio State team is about to be the next team to win five games in five days. Right, three, I see three, that. Three down, two to go, baby. <laughs> it's wild, man. All right, that was Stump the Gas Bag. Well done, everybody. When we come back, we'll keep the phone lines open. Uh, the, the We've been talking about sort of characteristics of players now that we've learned that Kamari Lance, Fabio, and Devin Rhea all out of here uh, now going to be entering the portal. What we think Kenny should be looking for, and it sounds like at least with some of the guys coming in, he's going to get it. Some some Paul Biancardi sound from the V show earlier today about Caleb Lynn, Curtis Williams, uh, and some of the guys, Trent Flowers, some of the guys who might be joining this team uh, for next year. We'll play that for you on the other side here on the drive when I thin the boat. <laughs> 